Matthias Murugat. God and Mary to you. You're listening to the Meditation and Mental Prayer Podcast. In this episode, we consider the sovereign dominion of God over all creation. Then we find ways to learn to be indifferent to all material things in order that we can put God first in every waking moment of our lives. We'll discover how making idols of material possessions is a waste of time because that turns us away from God who owns everything in this world. We ought to be living our lives in the truth that this world and everything in it belongs to God. One of our main goals is to become as perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect. So after meditating on these truths, we'll be better able to enjoy our mental prayer. Everything in the world has been made by God to help man on his journey to God. The earth, from its core to all the things that grow upon it, belong to God. The wind that blows over the earth belongs to God. All the waters upon the earth belongs to God. Your country Your nation belong to God. And we know he sends special angels to watch over your country and my country. Who do you think governs your country? Your president? Your parliament? No, they don't. God governs your country. He governs mine. God has sent his angels, as we've said, to watch over every country in the world. Remember the angel of Fatima and the angel of Portugal? The men and women who are elected to govern are bound by the Ten Commandments of God. God owns the world, for he made it. The world belongs to God. The first duty of every state, every nation, every European Union, League of Nations, all communities of nations must be convinced of their primary obligation to God, to adore him. God is the God of societies, as much as he is the God of individuals. They all owe to God absolute dependence, recognition and acknowledgement of his sovereign dominion over them. They each and all owe him their adoration. Even if they don't believe in him, they still owe it to him. Here's a little exercise that we can do. We imagine a door in heaven opening. We raise our eyes, the eyes of our soul, and we look up into the warm light streaming out over all the earth. Keep your whole body in that light of God. That is where your focus is. With our back deliberately turned to the world and its possessions, we walk forward through this door and stand in the light of God. Remember, our perception will mould our reality. In renouncing the world and all its empty promises, by turning our back on it, we have gone through eye of the needle, we're stepping through the narrow gate, and here, Through this narrow gate, we know there are few who enter in. Come on, let's be one of the few. Remind yourself often during the day that this is how things really are. Our perception must be of a creature made by God, living in a universe that is owned totally by God. Remember, all our allegiance is to God and primarily to God. The other thing we're now going to do is look at acquiring indifference towards our possessions. We need to acquire indifference toward created things. Now, I'm not talking about the indifference of, oh, I don't care, but an indifference that they have no hold on us. 
We could lose them at any time and not lament over them. Why? Because the commandment says, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy mind and with all thy strength. This command is all-encompassing. That doesn't leave much room in our minds for any other adoration. If we look at Exodus 34, verse 14, Adore not any strange God. The Lord is his name, is jealous. He is a jealous God. And then if we look at Exodus 20, verse 5, Thou shalt not adore them, that is idols, nor serve them. I am the Lord thy God, mighty, jealous, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generations of them that hate me. No matter how much you or I imagine that we own something, no matter how attached we are to it, even if we're thinking along the lines, well, I want to leave this stuff to my children. When we realise that it is impossible to own anything and fully understand and accept this truth, we'll be able to enter into the presence of God. You belong to God. All the earth belongs to God. Let's do another little exercise. Now the saints would have us each day, each morning, imagine that that very day you will lose your whole family through death and encourage us to accept this. So in the morning we think before the end of the day everyone I know is going to be dead and I am going to have to accept this even now before it happens as God's will. They encourage us each morning to imagine that by the end of the day, we will be destitute, that we will have lost our home and all our possessions and not lament over them, but accept all as coming from the hand of God. And indeed, sure, there are many people throughout the world this very day that suffer that. They suffer that same fate, like in a time of flood or fire. And these people lose everything. Well, I have to say that I can't do that little exercise. It frightens the life out of me. So personally, what I do, I have, for the time being anyway, to use another method of working at renouncing the world and the devil. One first considers, what are we most attached to? Another human being? Well, they're not ours. They belong to God. Does your love or friendship for another human being bring you both closer to God? It has to. Are you attached to your house? It belongs to God. The materials that went into its building came first from God's earth and were mixed together to form building materials. Every bit of it, the wood that goes in the windows or the substructure, was grown in God's earth. The cement found its way from the earth to the factory and mixing of ingredients. The plastic, the glass, the metal, all come from materials first formed in God's earth. The intellect of man comes from the spiritual realm of God and that intellect and intelligence is used to make the things provided by God into objects that enhance our lives and the lives of those around us. All belongs to God. All things have been made by God to help you and me and all men and women to reach God. For instance, the many people who form the long chain in the events to bring your home to fruition, your car, Whatever possession, every one of those people belongs to God and what they work with, the materials they work with, belong to God. Even those people who do not believe that God exists, they belong to God just as much as the rest of us. Now, St Ignatius says that all other things around us have been placed there by God 
to serve us as a means to assist us in pursuit of the end for which we are made. And we know what that is. Our end is in God. If you look around at all the things that you love and you take a pleasure in, they all existed in the mind of God before the beginning, whenever God thought. These are God's things, not yours, not mine. He allows us to use them. If we think of a favourite object, then dissect it into its elements, and we discover that it was God who created all its components. Those new plastic windows and the double glazing can all be dissected in your head, right down to their elements, and those are held in the hand of God. All those things are going to be reduced back down into their elements again. All belongs to God. There is a little thing that you can do as well. If you meditate on a material object that you're attached to, in your imagination, form a picture of something small that you own. It can be anything. Then imagine you see Jesus standing looking at the object. You want to use it. Say it's a kettle. But you first turn to Jesus and ask, Can I use this, Lord? I know this belongs to you. May I use it? Then realise that it is only by the will of divine providence that your possessions exist even. Imagine if you were standing outside your home. Jesus is standing beside you. You want to go inside, but first you turn to Jesus and say, This house is yours, Lord. May I go into this beautiful home that you have provided for me? May I go in, Lord? Consider the animals and the birds, creatures created by God for us. Jesus assures us that our Father God knows each and every one of them. Recall how he said, Are not two sparrows sold for a farthing? And not one of them shall fall to the ground without your Father. That's Matthew 10, verse 29. We read in Psalm 99 at the beginning, Sing joyfully to God, all the earth. Serve ye the Lord with gladness. Come in before his presence with exceeding great joy. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. He made us, and not we ourselves. Psalm 23 says, The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, of the world and all that dwell therein. Because all things belong to God, you and I must use them with gratitude. We use them for their proper purpose, and as a means to bring us closer to God. For instance, money is for both food and clothing, but it's not just for ourselves. The French theologian and mystic Richard of St. Victor gave a wonderful piece of advice to help us on our journey to God. He said that in our imagination, we should see three words on every object that we have. And the three words are receive, give, fear. We receive and be actually, actively aware that each object comes from divine providence. So we receive it from God. The word give stands for we give thanks to God for allowing us to use it. The fear is to keep us actively aware that we must use the objects for the greater glory of God because even this will be judged by God on Judgment Day. Here we remember the parable of the talents. Now, let us look at indifference with regard to creatures. St. Ignatius advises, We must then, above all things, endeavour to establish in ourselves a complete indifference with regard to all created things, even that of which the use is not forbidden us, but preferring as far as depend on us health to sickness, riches to poverty, honour to humiliation, a long life to a short one. Since order requires that we wish for and choose in everything what will lead us 
most surely to the end for which we are created. And once again, we know what the end is. The end is God. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to have a wee look at our meditation journals, go to meditationjournals.com. So until next time, goodbye and God bless.